0: Love Talk Radio.
1: chick flick chat on the here we are radio show this is a spin-off feature of the popular website here we are come on by and subscribe so you're alerted to new content it's free and your information is never sold or shared plus we know you're busy and prefer quality to quantity so we don't bug you with constant updates and we give away a free monthly gift the basis of our mission is to inspire your independence support your personal growth and make your busy day better, brighter, and easier. It's Saturday, November 27th, 2010. Today on Chick Flick Chat, we are shaking it up a bit. Usually, my co-host, Susan Ragazzo, and I chat about women's roles and roles for women in movies that have been recently released on DVD and on demand. But today, we are chatting about the phenomenon of reality television – Specifically, the Housewives Reality Shows, Fact, Fiction, or Foolishness. Let's welcome Susan to discuss, dissect, and dish the details of today's Chick Flick Chat. I anticipate this will be quite a conversation. Hello, Susan.
0: Well, hello, Lucy. And I do expect it will be quite the conversation. I've been gearing up
1: this past week to talk about these Housewives shows. Oh, good. I'm so. And we're gonna. I know you're not a regular viewer of them, so we're gonna. Yeah. Uh, it'll be very interesting to hear what you think coming to this in preparing for the show. Uh, mm-hmm. Listeners, as always, Susan and I have not discussed the details of this television genre. So, if you want to jump in on the discussion, you can dial six four six nine two nine two four seven three. That's six four six nine two nine twenty four. Seventy-three, And press the number 1 if you'd like to talk, and I will pick you up. But just so you know, because we have a lot to cover, I may not pick up until we're well into the discussion.
0: Yes, we want to get to the juicy stuff.
1: We there do. Are, and
0: this is true. There are a number of shows out there that fell into this category, and we picked the most popular and well-known ones for this Chick-Flick Chat. They are, of course, The Housewives of Orange County, New York, Atlanta, New Jersey, D.C., and the latest edition, Beverly Hills. Besides these similarly formatted shows, there are also Married to Rock and the NFL Wives shows. Just as a side note, the latest spin off on this trend is a new show called Bridal
1: Plasty, where the contestants compete for plastic surgery before their wedding day. Thank you for that list, Susan. And as we crisscross the nation chatting about these shows featuring various housewives, I want to make the point that we are not here to bash slander or criticize any particular person or persons involved in these shows this is about the national obsession and the proliferation of these shows focusing on housewives and what it all means so if you do call in please keep your comments polite and on topic based on your observations of the overall issues and susan and i will do the same okay let's start with the whole ball of videotape that is reality tv what do you think is going on here in our society? Uh, you know what? Honestly, I think it's an addiction. I
0: think that these dramas are played out on the screen, and it's a form of escapism for the viewer. We live in this culture where people need to be constantly stimulated through these various mediums, and these dramas provide a certain high. You know, And I, I have to say, I would love to see a study that was conducted on the physical brain uh, While well, somebody is watching these shows, because honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it had a similar, similar physical reaction as as it would for somebody with another addiction, like I gambling. do I think that's yeah. a
1: great point you just made that it's like an addiction, and that's yep. an interesting thing. Like, what happens when you're watching? See, now I was thinking in terms of it. it TV, obviously, by its by the virtue of, w- of what we do watching it, it makes us voyeurs, no matter what you're watching. Yeah. But now with the reality, and I I use reality, you know carefully, reality TV, it makes us um, contributing voyeurs of people's behavior because if we weren't watching, then their life or their lives that we're we're viewing in these hype situations, they might not necessarily be occurring in the way that they're unfolding on screen. So, you know, we're watching like creation for the camera, I think.
0: Yes, yes. They're going for the reaction. And as long as the viewers keep tuning in, providing that
1: reaction, they're going to keep pumping out these shows. And, and our very act of watching makes us a participant, mm-hmm. albeit that we are a silent partner in, in this give and take of what's happening. We're the catalyst now, because if we weren't watching, and obviously if the ratings mm-hmm. weren't there, there wouldn't be more and more of these shows, and, and I mean, gosh, you know, you, you you see what's getting cast out there, and, and it's not just about the housewives, we're talking in general just reality. There's so much of it going on yeah. uh, that is not Supposedly not scripted, you know, yeah. questions about how much is actually scripted and how exactly. much isn't. So so is this entertainment or is it just pure voyeurism or is it both? Uh, you know what? I personally
0: feel it's pure voyeurism. I find nothing entertaining about these shows.
1: They, uh, nothing at all. And I, I, I have say. to say, I do find some <laughs> entertainment pleasure in it. I don't know. I, I think it's the producer in me that says, like, oh, i got to see how they're putting this together. And that's sort of how I started to watch all a little bit of all of them in the different genres and types. And some of them are just, I can't watch it. It's just... Uh, yeah. It, it, awful but um other things i do watch and i go oh my gosh all right and and i i you know i like to study the human condition and mm-hmm. i it just amazes me and, and at the same time it, it it i so i do think there is a bit of entertainment and voyeurism um and yeah. and watching other people live you know it's it's a little but weird again it is and again how much of it is real and that's, right. that's well, why I think to... a lot of it isn't. Yes. Yeah, I,
0: yeah. So, so is it? How much of it is the human condition that you're watching?
1: And and okay, Absolutely. let's, let's, let's narrow down, to, Susan, to the regarding the housewives specifically. because okay. that's what we're really here to talk about. Um, are we supposed to think that these? Something you just said. Are these supposed that their lives that they're leading? You know, is it all contrived for the camera, or is there something real happening here? Obviously, they're in the. Uh, Whatever the situation is, they're married or they have a kid or wherever they're living, whatever city they're from, D.C., New Jersey, New York, uh, Beverly Hills, they're already in these, uh, we'll call it positions. So that's the real part. And then they come to the show, and I think where it starts to get contrived, or at least specifically the drama and the interactions that they have with each other that we see play out on screen, that's where it gets to be uh, contrived. Yes, absolutely. There's no doubt that uh, that a lot
0: that is happening in these shows is real, is their day-to-day lives playing out on screen. There's no doubt about that. However, these women, we have to keep in mind, they are under contract to interact with each other. And I'm sure that many of these scenarios and arguments that we see play out on camera don't actually, wouldn't come to fruition if not for the fact that they have to interact with these individuals.
1: Right, but for the camera being there to make good television. You got it.
0: You know, hey, if you didn't like somebody, you could walk away. But these women have to
1: interact. They have to. And Yes, and I want to get to something about that. Uh, So they're opening up their lives, basically, to Mm -hmm. the cameras. And essentially, when, when the cameras come in, yes, you're in your own little group of maybe four or five, six women, but you are opening up everybody's life then to the whole world, Mm-hmm. And why? Why are they doing this? Is it attention? Is it publicity? And and I think attention and publicity, um, these aren't necessarily the same thing. No. No, I, I agree know? with that. Like I, but, I think attention in this case would be like to improve their stature or, or gain um fame or to have some celebrity mm-hmm. uh yeah. status. You know that's when you really and I think when you watch these shows and again we're not naming names there are I think it stands out very clearly who gets sort of uh, sucked into that whole vortex of fame. Yes. Yes. Versus publicity where some have businesses
0: Mm -hmm. or a
1: venture that they're involved in or they they Mm want to expand a creative outlet and they know that this is good PR.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, and I think that's why a lot of them uh, probably do it, because they make no qualms about announcing whatever uh, clothing line or book or whatever they're doing, whatever their business is. They bring that all to the screen. So I think they definitely like the PR aspect. But, yeah, absolutely. I have to think that a person wouldn't put themselves in this position of being on a show, a reality show, unless they enjoyed the attention and the lifestyle and the celebrity that comes along with it.
1: I think, and or or they they think they'll enjoy it. I'm, yeah. I'm sure there are probably a few. If they were really honest, would say, I would never do it again. Yeah, yeah,
0: because of
1: the attention, and the, you know, and even if you're bringing to this, and I we won't say who, but everybody knows who. One of the housewives who happened to be on the New York show was not married, was not a housewife when she came to the mm. show, and now has gotten a spinoff and book deals, and yeah. her product line has. A, so you know, she was smart in handling. Herself and getting on it, what she was doing on it, I'm not quite sure because she didn't quite fit the the uh, the mold. Uh, But you know know what? A lot of them don't fit the mold. I found right. right. A lot of them are not traditional housewives, and a lot of them aren't even married. Exactly,
0: and I think they're divorced. yeah, Yeah. As an aside, real quick, I feel like they just took they just took a bunch of women and and slapped the housewife label on them just to get the show out there. They they needed a gimmick. They needed, you know, that avenue. And well, at least after the wise. first
1: one, which I believe the first one was the OC. And um, most of them were, I think most of them were married. Maybe one uh, one of them wasn't, and she was getting married. And, and after that, you're right, when the casting was going on, they were finding women that were available to do this. Um, and, you know, and, and this brings up something else. You come on the show, and we were saying that it opens up the, your life to the world. Is, is this... Um, A perpetual example of too much information, like a lot, is revealed in these shows about the people and the details of their lives. Then there's the stuff that comes out about them that isn't depicted on screen, like financial problems or plastic surgery or even criminal records, as we found out about uh, someone. So that comes out. I don't think they're expecting that or anticipating it.
0: Well, um, you know, I personally do believe it is too much information. But I, you know, I'm not so sure that it really faces these women uh, that put themselves out there. You know, again, the, the, I think a lot of it is attention-driven. And uh, what's that? What's that saying? Uh, all press is any press is good press, kind of thing. And I have to wonder right. if they share a similar attitude. Hey, it puts keeps them in the limelight.
1: If that's what they're seeking,
0: if, if yeah. I have to imagine uh, on a degree, on a level,
1: they are. Now, what about, uh, you know, my grandmother had the adage, "Is like you don't, and I'm sure a lot of people's grandmothers had this, you don't air your dirty laundry in public. And I think there are quite a few of these households that maybe uh, could heed some of this advice you know when you're bringing the whole family into it there's a lot being exposed here and, and yeah there's you do get fame i mean let's let's talk about what you do get with these shows you do get fame mm-hmm. you do get some notoriety you yep. do whether it's it's whether you're you know you're you're famous for a good thing or you're infamous it's you you're you are becoming famous yep. and there's, there's some money liberty, and i'm sure you're getting freebies sent to you oh, like yeah. purses and things like oh if you wear this on the show and and the perks of you know what that what celebrity brings at the same time it at what price uh well it's a big price don't you think if you're if you're really airing your dirty laundry and everything's out there and and maybe uh the the barriers of of grace and and you know i don't even know what the word is i'm, I'm kind of lost for the word but it, there's no more shield anymore to say like oh you know what's proper what's not proper mm-hmm yeah. In our society, it's like everything's out there, and it's. Yeah. But at the same time, is that good? Is that good as a as a nation? You know, where are you going? Is, you know, you know, there's no, very little politeness happening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It seems like yeah. everyone's into their own thing. Yeah. Um I think you know. You know and I have
0: to wonder on, on on a certain deep level if these people air their dirty laundry uh, as a way to help, like they think they'll be better understood. As a person, if
1: they, hey, see, now if that only, that's interesting um, that you say that. I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I got to make a point that I do hear a lot of them, and I've read a lot of the interviews that they all say that what you what we see, you know, aired on TV is edited, and many of them have not liked the way they've been portrayed by the editing, and editing can do. Mm-hmm crazy stuff with what you're saying, you know, snipping yeah. out a piece here, things taken out of context, reactions that you might be having to let's say you're I don't know, you're having a reaction to something the dog did, but yet they take that reaction and they put it against something that someone just said against the or across the dinner table. Yes. So it's not really linked up in real time, it's all in the yes. editing. And mm-hmm. that creates drama and and you know, um uh What's what? What's help me? What's a the false, word? Like a false uh,
0: pretense of who these people oh, actually are. Oh, right. What's
1: going on at the table? Yeah. Thank you. And it's you know so there there are a lot of times, but then again they can also hide behind it. Like oh that was the editing. Sure,
0: sure. It, it wasn't really away. like that. It was the yeah. editing. Yeah. So
1: we don't really know what's going on. And um yeah. so let, let's get more into that. Let's talk about the human ideals that are repeated in all of these shows, no matter which show uh many times in all of the reality but i think specifically when it comes to the female driven shows which are the housewife type of shows or even other shows that are like the bad girls and things it's it's the same ideals that come up over and over again it's the friend it's friendship or it's yeah. loyalty versus disloyalty false mm-hmm. bravado issues of dignity in how far will you go you know we you, we will you eat will you jump in a vat of of meatballs which actually did happen on a show to, in order will to get mean? a date with somebody oh my <laughs> i goodness. can't remember what show but i read it in a, in a production book and i thought how did the producers get a bunch of women to like jump into a vat of meatballs yeah it, well, it's just bonk mind boggling
0: well uh, yes and no i mean again if if you're looking for attention well, there you go. Jump into a vat of meatballs. You're going to get your attention.
1: <laughs> or or is it that the the contract says, like, you've got to do it. And then you're there, yeah. and you're like, I don't want to jump into the vat of meatballs. And you're like, sorry, yeah. honey, you got to do it. You're on the show. Yeah. And yep. you're like, all right, I'll just do it and get it over with. But yeah. the problem is it's never over because it's on tape. You got it. It's it part of your permanent record. forever. It lives <laughs> in a breeze forever. Um so there's there's you know it's even if you try to like self police there there may be uh things going on behind the scenes that don't allow you to. Yes,
0: it's
1: true. If you do have some dignity about yourself where you're like oh, I'm not doing that and you're like oh and, and the, you know the team says oh yes you are. Mm-hmm. Uh but I do think that one thing that uh, the, that can be controlled is self reflection.
0: Mm-hmm. On what
1: you're saying, how you're interacting, how you're reacting to people. Uh You know, because you know, no matter what's going on, regardless of the editing, regardless of what pressure is going on, you know, to make good television, you know that what's how things are perceived. And if you say something a certain way, it can be said 10 different ways and taken 10 different ways. Yeah. So there's very little when I when I do see these shows and I do see clips and outtakes very little self-reflection, especially in the situations where they they have these uh, vignettes where each woman sits and recaps what happened on the show. Like, oh, I was, when I said this to her, yada, 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 I was mean, and and I couldn't believe it. And, you know, whatever they're talking about in their own description, that's their opportunity for self-reflection and, and mm-hmm. to sort of straighten out the record or quit. And a lot of them don't. It actually, they kind of bury themselves in those moments.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then, Again, we will never know what goes on behind the screens. Uh, you know, you could have your producers back there egging them on, or you could have, you know. So maybe the opportunity for self-reflection just isn't there because they're bombarded by all these other things. You know, but you should remind
1: you that that's a good point, Sue. And I and I. I had an acting coach and uh, when we were at the actor's studio. He taught a class one day and he said, Ernie Morton is his name is great acting coach. And um, he said, it doesn't really matter in the end what's directed because it's you on the screen that people see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this was obviously in context of uh, an acting class and what we were doing and the work we were doing, but he had a very, and that always stayed with me that ultimately it's you on the screen. So, uh, you know, it's, or up on the stage, and I know that the you know there are things. These the many most of these women are not professional actresses, no. and you yeah. know, and they they so they're coming to this cold, and and it's but at the same time, it is you up on there, and you have to think about what is this, you know, what is the bigger picture here? What am mm-hmm. I putting out there? Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, I don't okay, think so they let's, think let's, like that necessarily. <laughs> they are and I think that's because they're not professional. And I think yeah. honestly, you know, I, for from the production side of it it's a really easy way to manipulate people yeah oh yeah and you know because they don't know and they you know let's get back to the friendship thing what i don't like about these shows is that even women that come to the shows together as friends because they they know each other and you know they go get cast together end up being pitted against each other yes at some point or another, yeah. and I know that happens in life, and you know, but in life it's not quite as dramatic. And I think you're not, and you're right with something you said earlier about you have to. The contract says you have to be in the room together, and and you're there. But you know what? What happened about like supporting each other? unconditionally Mm -hmm. or, and you know, it's, but I don't, we don't see that happening and that's what I really take offense to. And I think is a really bad message to be sending and men, you put men in a room together, they'll agree that they did, you know, we, we agree that we're going to disagree and then they move on.
0: Yeah.
1: And they get over any kind of opportunity for pettiness or something like that. And, and so those things don't seem to be happening with the women. They're not, they get caught up in, the uh, the emotions of it. I, I, I hate to say it, the pettiness. I tried yeah. to find another word just now, but I, it's really what, it is, what they feature. It's, it is what they're featuring. Yes.
0: And that, you know what, and that, unfortunately, um, is a negative stereotype that we as women, I think, have is being overly emotional. And I think these women on these shows
1: are just, hamming it up. They're not doing any... And there's a lot... You're right about that. There's a lot of false bravado, like, I got your back. Yeah. Or, you better not come at me. Or, well, you better oh, think yeah. twice. Or, like, all these, like, statements. And, and they all sort of say the same thing, no matter where they're from, mm-hmm. uh, in, city-wise. And, you know, or, or it's... But they all sort of... You'll hear this from at least one person almost an episode. Like, oh, you know, she doesn't know who she's dealing with, or oh, and oh, and... Yeah. It's it's this what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What are you going to do? Go out and have like a mud wrestle? Like what is going to happen? Yeah. It's just so silly. And I think you're right. It 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 plays on the emotion and it underscores negative stereotypes about women of cattiness, yeah. uh, you know, that they that many of them don't appear to have like what we would consider a real job. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're living off their husbands or and and or they're conniving. You know, you hear the word bitch a lot, which is never positive. And yeah. You never really hear that in a positive context. And If anyone out there listening has ever have anything... heard it that way, please email me.
0: <laughs> Would you, If you don't have anything nice to say,
1: don't say it all, right? Isn't right. that the old and, saying? And, yeah, and they and they don't seem to, you know, well, obviously you can't have a show. You can't make good television and have that or, be the, the yeah. You know, the paradigm is actually not going to work. You yeah. know, they they come off manipulative. And I'm not saying that these things are true about women. I, in fact, I believe that they're not necessarily true. Exactly. But that exactly. these are stereotypes that yeah. are perpetrated by these shows. And, and when you, know, you get involved th- in it, you're perpetrating that image as well.
0: Yes. And and uh, the other thing I don't like is, is it perpetua- perpetuates the idea of women cutting down women, like you said, the cattiness you know mm-hmm. we're at each other's throats if anything how long have has, has the gender of of the woman suffered throughout the years to get to a place of of equality where we're not even at yet and here we are just cutting each other's cutting each other's throats
1: and and over over very Things. Oh, this is, they're not talking life and death. They're not talking no. politics. They're not, they're, no. you know, they're not solving the problems of the world. The subject matter is very uh, mundane, and yeah. you know, it's and, and that's very sad to me. That yeah, we don't hear any conversation going on about important things. Technically, it's maybe something important to them that's happening in their lives, but really don't hear the bigger global view of things on these shows. You're really hearing very, very uh, uh, specific minutiae of of their areas or their lives. And, you know, okay, you just used the word cut. That gives me a great segue. All right. What about... Bridal plasty. Now I know this isn't quite the housewives show. I kind yeah. of, I haven't seen it because it hasn't aired yet, but I have seen clips of it, and the advertising wheel has been going. But what are we saying to young women? We're basically telling young women
0: that they are not good enough as they are, that they can't be loved, and they can't love themselves unless they fit this image of the popular culture. That's what we're telling
1: them. And and they're already engaged. They're getting married. Why do they feel the need now that they have to change themselves? That's right. And they have to go and fight each other. At least that appears from the premise of the show that they'll be competing to get plastic surgery and to have a big wedding paid for. So with that big wedding, getting that money, and how much could a big wedding be? I mean, I know weddings could be millions of dollars, but in, in the context of these women, how much could a real wedding yeah. cost? Yeah. You know that that you've got to you've got to humiliate yourself and, and compete and be nasty yeah. and to get this why for a cake and some flowers? Yeah. That, okay. All right. I think we're getting specific there. I, we said we went We don't know. We don't know because we haven't seen the show yet. I hope yeah. I'm wrong. Yeah. I but hope they, I'm you wrong. know what?
0: There there's a, a whole slew of underlying issues that come along with this show which is the whole, you know, women's place and role with, in terms of marriage and about it being the perfect day, et cetera, et cetera. This is, there's just, that could be a whole chick fil
1: chat all by itself. <laughs> I know, and you know what? We may actually do that as a part two to this. We are getting tight on time. We have four minutes remaining, Sue. So let's, okay. uh, let's talk about what happens after these shows are canceled. The TMI, it's all out there. Everything's out there. Now you, yeah. you, you are no longer a celebrity. You're still a housewife or whatever. You've, you've labeled yourself as a housewife. So now mm-hmm. you want to go out into your life and, and you know, it's, it's, you've had some bad behavior out there, left in stellar comments. Sometimes a lot of foolishness has gone on. How do you reinvent yourself or how do you make a new relationship when all of this information, everyone knows everything about you and you're no longer this reality star where you can brush it under the carpet as, oh, that's editing. Because at yeah. some point, nobody's going to care about that excuse. But the I mean, images and the quotes are out there. You know, I have, to, I have to
0: say this. I think that these women will thrive under most circumstances. And uh, for most of them, standing up against any bad behavior is like flicking a off their shoulder. You know, I think they'll always be adored, no matter what they've done, no matter, you know, how long it's been since they've been on TV. They've helped to perpetuate the popular culture and its ideals. Right. They've added and to they're it. always right. going to stand up as an icon for that. No matter, mm, no matter how they, no, no, I, I they came out of the it. I don't
1: know if it's going to be an icon. I, I think in five years we may look back on this differently. And I, I, we'll I see. So. We'll you and I will talk about it then. <laughs> but you know, it, it does. The one thing I do say, and you're right, they are all participants in this, and they are gaining, and they're, they're getting paid, and they're making money, and they're getting book deals, and that's all well and good, and I'm glad for them. And I think that if you're going to do this, you might as well get something out of it. Um, but the camera has a way of adding 15 pounds. Mm-hmm. and i think these shows have a way of adding many more pounds of like self-made importance mm-hmm. um based on mundane issues and that yeah. to me is the saddest thing you're not trying to help people or save the world or share good you know good intentions it's just not uh, positive Or just entertain uh, right right it's not just for the sake of um okay susan we've got 2 minutes left are are they exploiting themselves um
0: are they exploiting themselves yeah, I think they are. I think they and are for some sort of promotion yeah. of their they,
1: business, or just for the fifteen right. minutes and of I, fame. And, and in yeah. turn, they exploit all women. Yeah, because Unfortunately. Of the image that they're putting out there. And, yeah, and that's um, not real. What's the upside, if anything, in all of this?
0: Uh, you know, I, I don't. I don't find an upside. The only upside I find is having this discussion with you, in the hopes that other people are listening and will think critically about it and perpetuate the conversation. That's the only upside I can find. I love what you
1: just said, but I'm going to say that I think it's good to at least see that many of these women who have a lot of money and a lot of opportunity and perks are not happy and have difficulty Mm -hmm. and are not fulfilled because for everybody who's at home watching, living living vicariously through them, you realize, hey, all that glitters is not gold.
0: Yeah. Well, do people really realize that, though?
1: That's what I'm afraid of. I don't know. I think somewhere when you see how unhappy they are, it, it it has to resonate a little bit. I hope it does. Susan, as always yeah. this has been good. It has. Thank Another you, good Lucy. Chick flick chat. Oh, you're yep. welcome and thank you. Um I can't wait for the next one. And we are going to talk about we're going to see about this bridal plastic. What is this thing? Um and that may be a follow up show in the new year. Thank you so much, and thank you, listeners, for sharing part of your busy day with us. We understand that every minute counts, and we hope our radio shows and lifestyle information at www.herewearewithlucy.com help to make your life better, brighter, and easier on your way to running the world. I'm Lucy Weston, and I look forward to talking with you next time on Here We Are.